This is the Saturday Morning Serial Podcast with your host, Amanda Ann. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the season finale of Saturday Morning Serial. I'm Amanda Ann, and today, for my last episode, I am going to be talking about The Conjuring 3. And... (sighs) I don't know, guys. Like, I am a big fan of the Conjuring universe, and the first movie sold me. I love James Wan's work, the Insidious movies. Those are my favorite horror movies up to this day. So right off the bat with The Conjuring 3, this movie was supposed to come out a long time ago, but it kept getting pushed back farther and farther. And one thing that made me kind of scratch my head was the fact that James Wan had to dip off the project because of like a scheduling conflict on his part. So this movie is actually directed by Michael Chavez. So I appreciate the the story. I appreciate the movie he did but it just didn't have the same feeling as the previous two Conjurings. And at this point, I feel like with these movies now, it's just being forced. I mean, when The Nun came out, I was excited to see that movie, but I actually laughed more than I was afraid. (laughs) So, I mean, in The Conjuring 3, like this movie, I laughed a few times because I just thought a lot of the scares and the haunts were just really forced. And, I mean, there were some clever, like, you think it's a jump scare, but it's not what you think it will be type of thing. I mean, overall, the movie was, I felt like it was just boring, and I feel really bad saying that because, like I said, these are my favorite horror films, and nothing on Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga at all with their acting because they really held this movie together. Now, I love Patrick Wilson. I've been a fan of his for a very long time, right down to Phantom of the Opera. And he's cast in these movies. He's cast as Ed Warren, and then he's also cast in Insidious as well. And he does such a great job as just being... I I really don't have the word for it, but him as Ed Warren, though, I mean, he does it. I mean, him and Vera, they just have this chemistry together on screen and they really do feel like a married couple that they just they're blessed with this gift of trying to rid of demons and especially Lorraine. Lorraine Warren, I am so interested in her work. She obviously these characters are based off real people and if you don't know too much about the Warrens, I really recommend you to research their work because they worked. I mean, Annabelle is based on a true story. Annabelle is actually a Raggedy Ann and Annie doll that's out there in the world. <laughs> I used to have one of those as a kid too, so I'm like, oh great. But yeah, and this all these all these movies, all these Conjuring movies are based off true stories. So this movie is based off real life events. It was just them trying to piece together a story, an entertaining horror film to get the message across and try to reenact this event. And like I said, for the most part, they did great. I mean, they're they're always great in these movies. And especially Vera, she is fantastic as Lorraine Warren. She sells the part and they brought their acting chops to this movie. But unfortunately, with the story, it just, I don't know, to me, in my opinion, the story and just like everything about it overshadowed the good acting of Patrick and Vera.
And another thing I was just really confused of was like the time jumps in this movie because, you know, you start off this movie with an exorcism and then the demon leaves the eight-year-old body into his sister's boyfriend named Arnie, his body. But the way they kind of just like cut to the future, it's supposed to be only a few days, but like the way everybody in that house is acting, it seems like it's like a month because the daughter or the girlfriend she got like a job fostering dogs and whatever so for me it looked like it was like a year into the future but it really only was a few days so a lot of like the family the family relationships in that film wasn't explained like you don't see like the mom hardly or like the parents of that eight-year-old boy and like that family in general you're just like do they all live there like it's really confusing nothing like was explained I guess for that so I was just really confused like who was who and what's the relationship to the other person so and another thing too that I felt a little odd was that the Warren's daughter Judy wasn't really in this movie she was just in like one shot as far as I could see because I was looking for her the whole time because it's interesting how I mean obviously time progresses we all get older and you know Patrick Wilson and Vera they're aging like fine wine so but you know Judy's probably you know older too so it would have been interesting to maybe see her go on the same adventure with her parents I don't know I was just kind of disappointed and there was just no Judy in this so but this movie really isn't about your classic demon possession. Yeah, there's possessing in this, but it's more of a curse. And there's an actual living human behind all this. And it's a uh, witchcraft type of scenario. And and Lorraine and Ed want to, they want to find this person and they want to put an end to it. That's just basically what this whole movie's about. And it's just really slow in some parts, I felt like. And like I said, a lot of things weren't really explained, like the relationships of some people. And for me, I just really love a good ghost or like just a creepy feeling movie. And there really wasn't a lot of that in there. And yeah, there were some parts where you were just, you know, like my boyfriend's covering his eyes going, oh my God, oh my God. But the jump scares really didn't happen. And they, for me, I can predict these things. I'm just a really big horror movie buff. So it's like, I know when something's gonna pop out. So there wasn't that much of that. And what I really appreciated in the previous movies was the subtleness of ghosts and just the haunts like something could be standing behind somebody just very quietly like those are the scares i really like and i don't know there just wasn't that in this movie and i missed that so another interesting fact about this movie though is i mentioned that the curse that's happening in this movie is brought on by a real life lady who is like a satanist she does witchcraft so that lady is actually played by bonnie aarons who if you guys think she looks familiar, she is because she plays the nun. So <laughs> there you go. And actually in this movie, I was like, where's Annabelle? And she is shown for like half a second at the end of this movie. Just Ed goes into his little, you know, their little possessed item room and, you know, there's Annabelle, but she's not the big prominent feature of the story at all. So I don't know. I just, I think I just missed how everything kind of just tied together in this and, and even in like the conjuring 2 we saw things like the crooked man where was like we 
I think we're still supposed to get a movie about him. I don't know. But I don't know, guys. Like, just let me know what you think of this movie because, and I don't want to spoil too much of it. I was really disappointed and it was one of the movies I was waiting for for this year and just to kind of sit down and watch it and be excited but then just like in the middle of the movie just feeling really bored. I don't know, like I feel bad about it. <laughs> but that's not to say I really do appreciate Patrick Wilson, Vera Farminga, James Wan. I appreciate all their work and their previous works just especially the Insidious movies. They just are so great, in my opinion. Unfortunately, I feel like after The Nun came out, these movies are starting to feel forced, like fan service in a way. Like, oh, the fans want more Conjuring Universe. They want more Warrens. But I just feel like at this point, it's just could be like lazy story writing. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Let me know what you guys think. But fortunately for everybody, if you don't want to pay to go to the movies to see it, it is streaming on HBO Max for one month. So, you know, make sure you tune in and just let me know how you like it. Now, you guys could probably love it, so <laughs> who knows? And on that note, that is the conclusion of season one for me. I can't believe it. I started this in January, and along the way, I've been just learning the tips and tricks and the ins and outs of podcasting, and I just really appreciate you guys tuning in. And oh, this is going to be such an exciting summer. I will be back in August, and, you know, in the meantime, I'm hoping to get some guests on here and just really get this podcast off the ground. And Loki is coming out this summer. It's actually coming out Wednesday. I am so excited because I'm just, I'm such a big fan. And then we got Black Widow in July. And there's other movies coming out like Pixar's Luca, which I'm really excited about because I just, you know, I love Pixar. So when I come back, I'll have a double feature of Loki and Black Widow. So make sure you don't miss out on that coming in August for season two. So with that, I hope you guys have a great summer and I will talk to you guys later.